Man, what is it? You know what it is. It's the blockout. The blockout. What up? It's ODM right here, man. The birth of Lighter Shade of Brown. And welcome back to another uh, episode, webisode, whatever y'all want to call it, man. This is our platform right here. We call it the Blockout Podcast. Shout out to Danny Boy, resident DJ. Yeah, what up, y'all? Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button, turn on your post notification bell button so you get notified every time we post a new show, guys. Uh, today's going to be another dope show. We got a very special guest that is a very big part of uh, Lighter Shade. So we're going to take ODM taking the, taking the group to higher heights, bro mm-hmm. I mean, I am like whew, I'm honored To have the very first female On the podcast, ladies and gentlemen bam, 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 bam. Low key, yeah, you're right And very unique You might have heard her name once or twice Thousands of times In various songs, I know including one of ours She has sung hooks on our albums or on our songs I should say and she has also made a mark in the industry even before and I ain't gonna tell her story but I'm just gonna let you know she's in the building because we are honored to have the very own beautiful Shiro Stokes hey hey, hey. hold on hold on hey 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 cheers salud salud so yeah. so y'all wanna know cause everybody's gonna wanna know what's in our cup so we are sipping a little vodka today. I asked Sarah what, you know, what she wants to drink, what's her choice to drink. She said, I want a little vodka. But then she said, country time. <laughs> lemonade. Oh dude, I hadn't heard of country time since I was like a little kid, oh, man. Oh, wait, the 80s, dude, you like tell them my age. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, I mean, I, I'm just saying that you don't really see it anymore <laughs> in the stores. You know what I mean? Like, you what, people on that crystal light these days, like. Yeah, but, uh, uh Yeah. But you keep country it OG. time is the OG original lemonade before all of the other. Li- I will yeah. say that you, you ain't know lying. what I'm saying. What was the? Uh, I remember when I was a kid that there was a there was a, a orange one powder that they used to have, uh, and it was. Uh, oh man, I used to run for that. And if you guys know, comment in, in, down below. Let me know. But it was an orange powder, and it was a citrusy type of uh, uh, orange juice type. I, I can't remember, but was country, it the ooh, the, the tang? Country. Was it tang? Tang. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there it is. <laughs> already know. I'm growing up. I get to go throw boxes. <laughs> yeah. So um, we had a little episode. Speaking, of, we don't want to talk about the drinks the whole time, but this is actually my second drink by default, by fail, I should say, because I dropped the drink before we started this podcast. There you go. So and the drink, the floor had a drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this is the type of floors that they kind of raise up, right? It's a cheap shit, you know. So like. Mm-mm. We got to wipe it up right away. They got to spill country time and vodka all over Shiro's feet. You know what I'm saying? Here we go. Turn that around so you can see. <laughs> That's how we do that. So so welcome, Shiro. We're, we're happy to have you on here Thank once you. again. Happy I, to be here. It's been a minute since we, uh, we, we've come across past. I don't know. When was the last yeah. time we, we saw each other? Uh, it, I, was it, well, the beginning of this year, right? We did a show. See, I, I ask you because so. I'd be forgetting. My memory goes like... Don't. Um, no. no, it's is true. It the, oh, the, oh, oh, Victorville. Uh, you weren't yes, there, Danny. Moons, you were there, there, right, dog? I was there. Oh, when we did Victorville, that little... Yeah. I, ju- I just got Gators. drunk there. Yeah, high desert. That was last year, no? Yeah, it was with the Mary Jane girls, right? Was it yeah. last year? Yeah, that was last Already? year. Already? Wow. Yeah. Time is just moving. Yeah, it was last year. It was winter, right? Yeah, it was like a, a year ago, I think. Wow. So... So yeah, so what's been up though? Tell tell me, talk to me. What's Man, you know what? Just really invest in time and you know other little things, but most mostly family. You Good. know, trying to really focus on that. And how long you been married now? 
Oh man, five years. Whoa! I need to go to your wedding. Shout out to Greg, keeping it alive over there. <laughs> Greg's his husband, man. <laughs> Shout out to Greg. Good dude yes. right there, by the way, man. He, yeah. You know, yeah. He, he, he's very quiet, calm, reserved. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he, he handles business. Yeah. Believe you me. I've truly been blessed. Yeah. Yes. So, um, all right. Well, let's just take it back to back. I mean, I know. You know, I know majority of, of, of stuff, but I don't know everything about your background. Uh, I know some it's some of it's out there, but for our viewers, I mean, this is what I do know. You grew up in L.A., Crenshaw, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, went to Crenshaw High School. Crenshaw High. Now, did you did you go to um, school? Because I talked to Jamie James, and it's like he had stars come out of his school. Like, did you go to school with anybody famous? What? Yeah. DJ he he Battle Cat came out of our school. Ice T. Don't play. No way. I'm telling you. Did you go to school with Ice-T? No. Now, he's he, he older, huh? No, he's older than me. What about when you were there, though? Was there anybody? Because I know I had Big Lady K who went to my school. And to me, that was stardom for me because I was yeah, out here in Riverside. Yeah. No. No. Not, not that I remember, no. So no. you were the only one standing there, huh? I, I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> um... So you started singing, choir, church, yeah. all at a young age? Yeah, I, I um, was in Crenshaw Choir, mm. you know? And then, um, yeah, where I learned and found out that I did have a voice was in church, okay. you know? And um, my first solo, I didn't even know I really could sing until yeah. I heard the tape back. Because back in the days, yeah. they used to record the sermons. Yeah. So on Sundays, sometimes we would go home after church service and hear the tapes. And um, I just remember hearing my voice I, I think i was about maybe nine okay and uh my grandmother that's young yeah sat around and i was like wow okay i i, I guess i got a little something yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah just going to church just finding that out in church and then what i started to do is actually um get invited and was asked to do um services church services mm -hmm. funerals and things like that of people mm -hmm. i really didn't know mm -hmm. you know and so i started singing a lot that way and then um i remember being over to my best friend's house uh reen shireen 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 you still talk to her yeah yeah we're still, still thick as, that's what's up thick is all get out but um yeah i remember being over there and ran into a, a david martin david martin is one of the most talented people kind of like a uh, i don't know he just he's really good with finding talent mm -hmm. and i just remember us being on the piano just singing around and um he asked me if I wanted to be in this all-girls singing group. Really? Yeah. So what is, was this a gospel one, a singing group? No, or just no, outside? it was R&B. It was straight R&B. And um, we actually uh, ended up being one of the hottest female groups. It was four of us. And we actually, our style was like the female new edition. That's dope. We traveled and everything. So you guys put together. You guys didn't know each other. You just no, kind of assembled the group, just kind of like how me and you know Bobby were together. Yeah, we were assembled. Yeah, and uh, that's dope. Now, when did your did your church have an issue because you went from singing gospel to like secular music, so to speak? Um, if they did, I didn't hear about it. You didn't hear about no. it because you know how sometimes you feel yeah. like, oh, you gonna go out there and sing that secular music now? Yeah. It's like. Well, this is what it's leading me to do. I mean, you know, yeah. it's not like, but it's nothing like you were doing anything raunchy or anything. Like it was an no, R and B. No, I mean, but I was still young too, and I, I believe that you know 
they were understanding that I was also finding myself. Okay. So if they did say anything, like I said, I didn't know about it. Right. I didn't right. hear anything about it, you know, and I just went on and um, started touring with this group. And actually the group for real, they actually had a, a few hits. They continued to go on. For real, man. We're going to have to, yeah, we're going to have to look them up. Yeah. They, they, and, and and they're not together, obviously. Are they still yeah, together? Yeah, they're really? still together. They okay. are still together. So what happened there? It just differences or what? You know what? It, it just got to a point where I just felt like I just needed a change. We yeah. were growing apart. We were going our separate ways. And we actually, I was in the group for over five something years, you know? Okay. We had toured to Korea, did a USO tour. Mm. We did a lot of um, clubs around town. We were pretty popular for a young group. Yeah. You know, we were considered the female new edition of that's LA. Dope. So, you know, we were tight. And that's where I really learned my harmonies from. Yeah. I, I learned to listen to my ear in regards to tone. What's your range? Oh, man. Like, I, you know, you can you call it just soprano? Can you call it that? Like, you know what I mean? Some I'm, people could do it I'm all. All the way. Soprano, first soprano, all the way down to tenor. Because I can get bass on y'all. She crazy. She crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and in touring with them, it was good. But I just, I don't know. We just kind of grew apart. I think that happens with the group situation. I mean, look at me and D. We always had our differences. But it was just two of us. I can imagine with a full group. Yeah. You know, And then you hear about it all the time. Especially, and this is very important. When a group is put together and not more or less from the same neighborhood yeah. or, or, or some might be from this side, this side, different, co completely different states. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. As, as I saw some of the other R&B groups, um, High Five and mm -hmm. man, they went through some changes back in the 90s. And, you know, I, I was watching all that, some of their documentaries and on the different R&B groups and. It's, it's tough, man, especially when yeah. egos get involved. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So. I mean, it's it's natural. It's, it's just like anything when you... I'm sorry. What? SWV, too. I watched yes. their story. Did you watch their story? SWV? Yeah, I did. I, and yeah. it was like, it was yeah. like, same thing. You never know, like, yeah. what the groups and stuff go through behind the scenes. You yeah. all, Most people just see the, the aftermath of rehearsals and hits and stuff like right. that, and they go to the concerts, but there's really real-life situations going on right. behind that stuff. And then, again, when you're put in a group, it's a marriage. Right. And even in a in a day-to-day -day marriage, you still yeah. have your challenges. You're two different people. Because everybody has different other. personalities. Right on. Exactly. exactly. All right. So who would you be if you went on what? What? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm like, which one was it in the group? No, I'm really real, all for real. You know what I'm saying? No, but it was it was good to happen though. It was bound yeah. to happen. Because, you grow from those situations. Yeah. And then look at where that journey took me, stepping out on that. Because I was really sad, to be honest. We right. were we were really tight, but I was sad about it. And you were what? 12, 13, 14, 13. Okay. 13 young man doing it yeah i was i was <clears throat> yeah we were doing some stuff that's where a lot of my experience came from like i was saying before but it was just so ironic like people don't know the backstory of how i even made it to you guys yeah right. they they know i made it to the studio but they don't know how i ended up really getting to the studio and okay. what happened before that day i i do remember um the phone call that I got, or this is what, to this day, this is what I heard was, we were somewhere, and um, uh, we were looking. We had recorded our songs and whatnot, 
and we needed a, a female singer. And uh, Jammin' James, um, your, who's your cousin, had mentioned, yeah, I know somebody, let me give her a call. And, and, and he said that he called you and you showed up at the studio. Is that the way it went down? Well, kind of, sort of, but not really. Okay, I want to hear your so, song. Okay, so it was one day, I was, after I just left the group, I think it was just like about two days after, I didn't yeah. know what I was going to get into. I didn't know what I was going to do from that point. And I just remember laying on the bed and I just like, where am I going? What am I going to do? And my cousin Teddy walks in and he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, nothing trying to really figure out where i'm going yeah and uh he was like well your your, your cousin's in the studio you want to go and i was like yeah i guess so i guess so and then you know he was talking to him over the phone so that could have been the, oh okay you know the, so one way or another yeah the conversation connected. Man, connected and yeah ended up and coming we found down. out where he was we headed out and we just showed up to the studio and it was all she wrote. It was just like, I just walked in and I, I saw a couple of people in there. And, and I was like, okay. My cousin Jammin' James was behind in the booth. Yeah. And, you know, he was playing the song and he was like, hey, you know, you 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 want to get on this? And yeah. I was like, all right. He was like, you remember this song, Latin Active, the oldie back in the day? And Were you like, really yeah. into hip hop at the time at all? Did you bump hip hop? Because I feel I that. did. Because I, I know did. you mentioned a lot of R&B and I'm sure a lot, you grew up on a lot of soul, soulful singers. What yeah. about hip hop? Yeah, I was into hip hop. I mean, but my main focus was, of course, the R and B. Okay. We would do top forties and stuff sure. like that. But as far as hip hop, yeah, I definitely was familiar with it. So you hadn't worked prior to us. You hadn't worked with any hip hop groups. No. No features. No. No. No, I don't think so. Let me think about this. Let me think about. Because she was doing. Didn't you work well? I know you went to school with Quick, didn't you? Or he grew up in your neighborhood, DJ Quick. He grew up in my neighborhood. So you never crossed paths in, in terms of in the studio at that time, around that time, prior no. to us, and never. Okay. Nah. All right. Nah. We we just. I grew up in South Central. The studio, the main studio that um, Quick worked out of, was with greedy greg okay. and so they were up the street from us which was like not too far from crenshaw high school right so you know quick is from compton yeah yeah so, oh yeah that's true yeah he's from compton here. but that's where the main studios were okay so they we knew each other from around the hood and you know just that kind of connect that's crazy so what was your thought when you walked into the studio as you mentioned and you kind of looked around and then you saw these two like did you ever think like Mexican dude knows how to rap. <laughs> like, did it ever cross your mind? Because I mean, you know, we had a struggle back in the day. It was a new wave. We, yeah, you know, I'm yeah, gonna say, like, we, for for Latinos in, in hip hop to 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 record records and and you know put them out. This was a new thing. And yeah. you already had Frost out there, and you had Melo yeah. Ace. But then you know, here comes the first Mexican American group. Yeah. And for you to walk in a situation, I'm just trying to, you know, collect your thoughts. You know what? I, I I never really thought about it in that way. I, I walked into the studio basically thinking to myself, like, oh, okay, let's do this. You know, it wasn't really a thought of who are these Latinos? You know, who yeah. are these people? And, you know, I never look at it that way. I really was trying to observe Music's and kind music. of figure it out. Yeah, because just the love for music, period, to me, just it didn't really matter to me. As long mm. as it was good and it felt good and, you know, we were all in tune, it was good. See, me. the reason why I ask these questions is because I'm heavily, like, my thing is, is just to always... Let people know out there that brown and black do do good together. Yeah, and and it's 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 a mind 
mindsets and mind frame already knowing a lot of people we you know were raised differently and that's why i asked you know because yeah. I, you know unfortunately like i don't know in your hood if you grew up with mexicans in your neighborhood but i know where i grew up was brown and black I did. You know I mean, my be- my first best friend Maria, yeah, was a Latina. Oh, is that right? Yeah, Shout she out taught somebody. me some yeah. Spanish. You know what I'm saying? But I can't say the words. Oh, she taught y'all the bad words. words. You know what I'm you gotta saying? bleep them out. Oh. But I loved her. We grew up together. We went to school together. So you up. know, I never had any issues. Would you go over to her house? She come over to yes. yours. Did you yes. try the food? We would hang out long after school and everything. That's what I'm talking about. Aces. That's what I'm talking about. Where's Maria at today? So talk to her. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Maria, if you out you there? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But so yeah. okay, so then we're we're in the studio, and then um, I think you recorded. Uh, he asked you to, to to be on Latin Actor first, yeah. right? Yeah, he did. You guys changed the words. Uh, I learned them real quick. You know, I was younger then, so the mind was real quick. Right, right. <laughs> did you write the lyrics, or did you write the medley? Switch it, like no. change it. No, because it's kind of the same as no. radioactive, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely the same. The only thing I did was just add the the flavor to the end, as far as the melody and Bad how it kind of flowed. Bad yeah, I just went free with it. Yeah. You know what I'm Killed saying? It. That was it. That was it. And uh, I think I saw somewhere. Yeah, yeah, you were also saying I didn't really notice this until I heard you say that. Yeah, like you said, you changed the riffs on every chorus. Yeah, which was, which made it different. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. Just to you know, give you a leeway in of this is a new person that's coming. This yeah. riff is for this person that's coming. And come you, you on, know man, y'all better do your homework. Come on, if you're gonna sing on somebody's track, <laughs> listen to Latin Active. That will show you how to do it because nowadays it's just. That's just really quick. You get in, they do one course, and they stack your vocals, and then copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, yeah. paste. I get it. Stays to studio time, but yeah. I mean, you're a person who, who takes pride in what she does, you know what I mean? And and you know I did it, too, because I knew I was going to get old. So, you know, when we started, you know, performing, <laughs> I knew if I did this riff, verse number two was coming in, and if I did this riff, verse number three was, no, I'm just playing. You know what you did? <laughs> it was brilliant what you did by doing that. It just made it harder for me when we had to cut, you know, Teardrop's verse out when yeah. we were touring because it was harder to pace it. But yeah. that's some behind-the-scenes shit, y'all. Yeah. I don't need to know, know about. But, all right, so we get the song done. And remember, we had an original song done, and I was talking to Chu because we had to switch up the lyrics because he wrote some of Denise's part uh, as well as I did and we had to switch uh, Mexican to Latina and then Chicana to Latina and then I think you had to come back in because we remixed it Yeah. because at first I think it was just the sample that we used and then when we went and remixed the album we then um, that's when we had the live bass guy come in then you came and redid your vocals right? Yeah. That was when yeah. Fire. Yeah. So then, all right. So then, here we come. <laughs> we shoot the video. We're in Orange County. Yeah. We're boom. We're out there. We're doing Latin active. Shout outs to Old World Hall. If you know, you know. And uh, there's there's Shara out there in this gold suit or what yeah. was it? What was it? Leather. I, like, oh, le- <laughs> <laughs> Coming out of low low with a leather you suit. You know what I'm saying? That Talk low about that vibe though. Hot though. The low rider was hot. You don't. You think you you think you own it back in the day. I can say that I was a little bit, you know. I could have kicked it with the leather, the, the yellow leather, yeah, yeah. just to, you know, have a little contrast in the color. Sure. But that lowrider was, yeah, it was hot. You is that your first time saying? in a lowrider? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Man, yeah. You think yeah. Cruising the Shaw, man. Did you ever cruise the Shaw? 
I did, but not in a low rider. Not in a low rider? <laughs> nah, we cruised the Nissans. The Nissan? Oh, Nissan Sentras. That's what Zella Greg like. Yeah, taking it back. Dude, the hard you know, bodies. Greg had low riders and stuff like that. Is it your husband? My husband was, you know, low riding. Is that right? Like, yeah, What'd you have, Greg? For me. <laughs> 60, you had a 6'4? 82 coupe. Wow. Great cars. Oh, man, he, he put it down with the Dayton's, man. <laughs> That's what's up, dude. Yeah, timeless. That's what we call timeless, man, those cars. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so you're out there and, and, and doing your thing. And yeah. I was watching some of Tony's interview. Tony A, shout out to Tony A. Yeah, and and, and you had mentioned well. something that, that kind of like made me go, wow, I didn't even think about that, how you were making your own way. Like you never came inside. There wasn't a scene shot with you and I no, and Bobby. It was no. always you always had your own scene. Yeah. That and Sunday afternoon, which we'll get into. But yeah. was that purposely done? That was that by you, or would the Cliff want to make you your own artist? Or how did that work? It wasn't purposely done by me. I think the idea was basically to make sure that everyone knew that a lighter shade of brown was that unit you know what i'm saying because you guys were just really coming out establishing right, things right so and back then they had this thing where you know if we sing hooks or someone sings the hook they sing the hook and they're separate from the group right so they wanted to establish the fact that this is a lighter shade of brown and shiro is the singer yep and that was the beginning of the journey yep so that's what it was about. Just to kind of give you your own place too. Yeah. Like I, I thought it was yeah. dope. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I'm me sure too. there was too. other hip hop videos back. We in the didn't day know the same what really way. it was doing. Yeah. You know, we weren't really thinking like yeah. that. You know, but it was really establishing, like you said, who we were. Yeah. So yeah. let's fast forward to Sunday afternoon, and man, I remember. I don't remember being there when you recorded Latin Active, but I do remember you being there when you recorded Sunday Afternoon over. And when you, because originally Sunday afternoon did not have a chorus on it. Mm -hmm. It was just strictly instrumental. Yeah. So then when you came on top of and, and, and laced your vocals, and I think that was done with quality records. Yes. They were like, dude, we need we need a singer on this yeah. in order to take it to radio. Like, we need some kind of hook. We just can't take it like this with samples or whatever. Yeah. So when you did that, bro, it was just like, whoa, this is fire. And, and, and then I remember... Uh, Rocky Padilla's brother came in, mm -hmm. Danny Restipiz, he came in, he played saxophone on it. Yeah. And with you and the saxophone, it just made it just that, oh. ooh, that smooth, chilling, <laughs> kicking it vibe, right? Yes. Um, you know, a lot of people don't know how I ended up in the studio on a Sunday afternoon. Okay. Um, after Latin Active you know, started making waves and everybody started to um, acknowledge the fact that LSOB is here and this is their sound. Um, I remember getting a call from Cliff saying that Quality wanted to meet with you. Mm -hmm. So I ended up going down to uh, Quality Records and um, they set me down and they were like, you know what? A lot of people are really feeling Latin active. Mm -hmm. and we love what you did on that song. Mm -hmm. So we want to bring you back on another one of the songs if mm -hmm. you'd be willing to do that. Yeah. And um, I said, sure, not a problem. And then that's when I went back in the studio and sang on a Sunday afternoon. That's how it went down, man. Yes. Come on, dude. Yeah. Yes. People let yes. you know. And, and that's just shout out to everyone, man, who had, were involved with that. Um, yeah. We just made magic. And I don't know. That song to this day is just the anthem. And yeah. 
I mean, Art LeBeau plays it every Sunday. Shout out to yeah. Art LeBeau and yes, shout out everybody. Much love. I know you get tagged on it every Sunday. Somebody's always tagging me on Instagram. <laughs> Yo, it's yes. Sunday. I gotta tag ODL. Yeah. You know, whatever, because it's just one of those things. I mean, yeah. And then after um, Sunday, so then we started touring, right? Yeah. Or were we already touring? When we were, no, it was after no. the songs were recorded. Yeah. Let's get it because I know they want to know some stories. You got a couple stories to share because I heard you had some. And I know you and I, we've sat How down. How low and you want to go? How open you want to be? Hey, this is the blockout, baby. <laughs> Let, let's get it's, deep it's with it. Vodka. And I don't want you to hold anything back. Yeah, man. Like, you know, if there was something, I, you know, that, that, that sticks out specifically. No, yeah, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? You know, but. Y'all were crazy. Talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> who was, who was our mediator who was, who like, was crazier yeah. who was crazier oh or bobby oh my god both of them they both were just off the hinges just like literally you know i i, I back in the day was still having that church vibe going though we were still <laughs> involved in nope, hip-hop you know no i i really didn't you know i didn't drink back then i never had nope. a drink until i was 32 years nope. old look at that i didn't uh, drink i didn't smoke i didn't do any of that stuff i still don't smoke yeah. i don't do the smoky smoke but i'm just saying yeah. drink, drink. but it was really crazy back in the day but i mean you guys were young yeah you were young wilding out thousands That's and what it thousands was. of girls and just you know you guys used to be exhausted the next morning and i used to be sitting on the bus with my headphones like yeah next stop true <laughs> well rested and everything while y'all were just snoring on the bus and giggling and just all of the stuff but y'all would wow out and have like live crazy parties in your hotel room man just uh. we did and i'm not sitting here glorifying anything <laughs> but damn it i live maybe a crazy Man. life i mean i was young like you said you know and yeah and i think the stardom came so quickly for us i mean just this wave just really just you know rapidly just started going and the singles were going the touring yeah. was going and you know before you knew it man we was just anywhere and everywhere and then if i wasn't me personally like if i wasn't on tour you know i was driving to la you yeah. know meeting up with girls and this and like yeah. just living the life man that's why i got it all out of my system mm -hmm. before i got married later mm -hmm. on in life but that's neither here nor there but let's go back to the you don't remember like any any specific story though <sighs> come on i, I know, know you got if you arsenal go there. i can't go there you know, know you what i'm saying i'm trying to you know Oh. Okay. All right. Uh -oh. I know you're trying to be. I do know a story, story though. You know what I'm saying? You you might not like it. I uh, no no. Like I said, girl, it's all good. <sighs> okay, so this is a story, and I and I know you're gonna remember this because it was a big deal. Yeah. Okay. I'll be. Hold your britches. <laughs> so okay, we go have a show. And of course, like always, we're chilling in a hotel. I'm in my room. I used to just get excited just by ordering room service and watching the movie. Okay. Y'all used to get again buck wild and all of this stuff. And <laughs> wait I remember a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Let me stop her. It's better not being like no, like, uh, uh, what I, 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 I already, you know what I can't I'm stop talking her about? Now. I can't stop her uh, now. I can't you, stop her. Go ahead. Like, I know I'm, I'm, I know I'm turning red right now like a mug right now. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. So, you know, as we're getting called to the bus, I walk past the door, y'all room is all tore up. Just everything all over the place. Condoms all on the floor. Just everything. <laughs> I said, oh, look, okay, okay, okay. So we get on the bus. 
He's sitting down, and I'm sitting in the back like always. You mean, hold on. Bobby you just seem like we just throwing condoms on the walls. No, nah, like I got work, like- man. It was crazy. <laughs> so Bobby gets on the bus, you get on the bus, and we sitting there, and all of a sudden, Robert says, Odeon says, yeah, man, I'm burning. I'm itching. Wow, (laughs) she went there, dude. She went there. I just said, you know what I'm saying? He was like, I don't know. It's something weird, man. Something's going on. Like, I don't know. I got it, man. This ain't good. (laughs) This is not good. Oh, shit. Man, I don't understand. What is this, man? What is this? He had to drink to that. And of course, inside, I'm dying. I'm dying And he's just like Nah man We gotta go see somebody This ain't it This ain't it So he starts Patting his foot Real wild and, You know And all that <laughs> Cause you know You know you, When you never Experienced something Like that before In your life And it happens to you You know Anything that naturally Happens to your body And you're not You've never yeah. experienced You go What the hell is this Yeah You know yeah. Like what, what, why is this Happening in my body And you know yeah. I learned real quick. Yeah. I learned real yeah. quick. Three yeah. days later, yeah. go see the doctor. Didism. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you guys used to have a good time. We would have a good time. You know, you guys would go to the after parties and yeah. all of that kind of stuff, you know? It was wild. It was, <laughs> I, you know, it was one hell of a ride, man. I remember just being that that age, you know, uh, yeah. late, late teens, early 20s, and we just ran amok, huh? Yeah. Ugh. Crazy, Man. and then and then you did you go on tour with us on the hip hop local tour at all? I believe so. I toured with you guys for at least a good. You said eight years or yeah, something, right? Did, yeah. I do not remember that long. Oh my god! Do you remember when we did Magic Mountain? Okay. Yes. Don't play. Yes. Got to take a swiggle. If somebody says, if somebody says, do you remember a show? Sorry. If you don't, if you remember a show that comes to mind, that's the first one that comes to mind mm. always, ever. Is is. All in the the Magic Mountain show, the two shows that we did there, because it was seven thirty and nine thirty. Yeah. And I, I, I think we told this before, right? Mm-hmm. And when Punky Brewster was there, yes. and Marky Mark, we opened up for yes. Marky Mark, and Marky Mark came in afterwards and, <laughs> and decided to open up for us because yep. he said, "Yo, man, we give it to you. This is your crowd." Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember that. And now looking at Marky Mark today as an established actor, what? Yo, Mark, hey. What's up, man? We, you know, we available, you know. Like, Shoot some burgers. You know, low you key. Us? <laughs> low key, you know, he was buff. So I had a little crush. Yeah. I had a little crush. Oh, yeah. You know I remember Punky saying? showed up, too. Very spunky. She was, <laughs> remember, I think she talked about getting a breast reduction at the yeah. that, that, during that. She was telling us, Punky yeah. Brewster, if you remember, that was our conversation with her. She was talking about <laughs> she was going through that, this, this breast, you know, and I'm going. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't understand. But I didn't understand. It's, a, it's a female understand thing. It? I get it. But I'm like, why? Like, so I'm you. crazy. So Magic Mountain, dope. Yes. Um, so then, did, I don't think you did any of the summer shows with us up north. I came here in Oakland and, and stuff like I know you you went to Phoenix with us, and we rocked the stage at Power 92 out there, yes. man, like in 91 yes. or something. And it just used to be so lit. We had yeah. background dancers too, right? Yes. And Fresno and all those different cities and Sacramento and man was teardrop on any of those shows i can't remember uh denise no i i don't recall her being on any of the shows back okay then. I well don't at all. you know i i failed to grab this clip but uh you know maybe we'll slide it in here on the post edit but how about when we did paul rodriguez tv oh. show how dope was that <laughs> dope 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 
We yeah. got invited to uh, the uh, Paul Rodriguez show. He had a show on, I think it was, I want to see Univision. Very, very popular. Forgive me if it wasn't, it was either that or Telemundo, one of the two. And uh, he invited us out. And then they were like, Cliff said, man, you, Paul Rodriguez wants you to be on his show. We were like, what? He's like, yeah, wow. you're going to perform Sunday afternoon. We had wow. two background dancers at the time. Yeah. It was me and D, and then it was Shiro. And then I just remember, we, you know, we were on there and, we were doing our thing and we, he called us out. We started rapping. And then when it got to your part, you came up on stage and you had this black outfit on. And I think you had like waves Shirley of curl. Temple. Shirley Temple. Yeah, yeah that was man. my tag right there. For five years, I wore Shirley Temple straight. Can I tell five you Five years. Can I tell you something? What? Paul was on you. Was he? Paul Rodriguez was on you. Hmm. He was. I mean, not like physically, but he kept right. even out. You know, he was like, because even on camera, he kept saying, he was like, hey, man, Shire was a, you know, beautiful, you know, woman. You know, I like, kept saying like three or four different times and then even off the off the mic. Wow. She, he was just like, yo, I yo, never she's knew like, I'm like, okay, Paul, like, <laughs> calm your nerves, homie. Like, she 19, like, how old are you? 20? Like, yeah, yeah, like about that. that or, yeah. Something around there, yeah. Because yeah. I know we were wow. a couple years ago. Yeah, so, but yeah, it was it was a great time. Doing that show, that, that's one of the TV shows that I remember that we did together, which was. Well, I which didn't was know dope. Paul was trying to, you know, get at me. You know. Hey. You know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, everybody, man. Every time we go to we go to a city, man. If you weren't there, hey, where the girl at? What girl? What girl? <laughs> Teardrop? No, man. <laughs> the girl to be singing on your song. Oh. Because uh, we we always gotta like separate them. Yeah. It's either rapping on your song or singing. Okay, with rapping, then we know it's teardrop. Yeah. If it's you know. Cause uh, I was like, "Oh, you mean Shiro? The, we was, yeah, man. That's where she at? That's why we came, you know." Blah blah blah. Oh. I was like, "Oh, that's what's psycho. I tell her you said that, but they were always asking for man. you. Um, but eight years was a long ride. I, yeah. I, I I don't remember that it being that long, man. I don't remember yeah. a lot of shit to be honest with you. That's why I asked you to bring the stories because <laughs> I just yeah, there, it was a lot going on. But I mean, it was it was. It was supposed to happen in the sense of you guys, again, were growing up. You yeah. know, life was happening around right. you guys. You guys were blowing up. Yeah. Stuff was going really, really fast. I mean, even the um, just the love that you guys would get um, when you would come out to shows and stuff like just how they would receive right. you guys. Right. It was just so awesome. It was dope. Yeah. I mean, it's just even to this day, I still appreciate the acceptance of you know that i was receiving from even being on the song you know mm. when i would walk out with you guys i mean just the love that you guys get i mean i don't even know if do you really realize how much they love you love you well, do you really i think i'm that? seeing that now 30 years later you know and wow. that's rea reality because when when the fans and i'm sure you get hit up to all the time on social media or it's in person yo thank you and you see the genuineness in their yeah. hearts, like in their faces, like, thank you. I'm, what, Dude, you don't know what your music did like yeah. for me. I was either locked up or mm -hmm. I was, uh, you know, away in the military. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or I was going through tough times in my neighborhood and your music just really kept my mind off of those, yeah. those things that happened, whether yeah. it was a tragedy, whatever. Um, even if it was good, you know, it was just like your household name. You guys were clean. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I could bump it. I could turn it up loud and not worry about my yeah. mom tripping because you guys ain't cussing your music. Yeah. Like it was all of that. 
and I, you know, I, I get those stories today. And just to see their kids embrace our music and eight-year-olds, you know, singing on their daddy's shoulders like yeah. our music. I'm like, yeah. dude, this is what you call timeless music. Yeah, this is from generations. And you know, when we're gone, long gone, Sunday afternoon still gonna be bumping. If somebody's wet, yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's awesome to see. You know, when when I'm able to perform with you guys, it's awesome to see. You know, the love that they continue to give you guys, yeah. you know, and just how they've even accepted me, you sure. know. And like you said, you know, when there's no color lines or we're not thinking about Never. each other's nationality and all of that kind of mm. stuff, it, it just shows you that there is love across the board for people that accept just good music, mm. good feel music, good lyrics and good vibes. Speak on it. You know, it's that's, that's important, though. You know, when you... It really shows when you have a love for the music, when it shows in your performances, yeah. when it shows on the tracks that you sing, and and when people see groups come together. Because back in the day, to be honest, a lot of the groups they had um, some of the artists who sung hooks do some of the shows, but not a lot. Yeah, that was different for us in that way, right. where I was able to have that. Um, gift to be able to go on tour with you guys and be the original singer from that track to tour right. with you guys and right. come out and it was always a blessing how you guys would keep me backstage yeah and a lot of people wouldn't even know and i was, was a even surprised there. it was special and to be honest a lot of people didn't even know i was black yeah is because, that right yeah they didn't know when i would walk out and they would see that i was you know african-american they would scream because they were like what because remember on a sunday afternoon was a black and white video it was not right. a color video right so people really didn't get the gist of you know okay what is she yeah they didn't know until i would do it live i remember you was rocking the little overalls with the airbrush oh yeah you know you still had your own scene you know, sunday afternoon on the and that was dope that was dope yes so let's let's um let's fast forward now so you out of lighter shade of brown you transitioned you into your own career yes and i believe you ended up signing with uh was it virgin yes okay yeah i signed with virgin records but before i did that actually i had uh sang with brandy and various other artists as well after lighter or during the uh after after, after a lighter okay. shade of brown really i thought brandy was before us mm, no okay no no i believe that's when i had uh we separated for a moment and then I ended up being with Brandy because I remember thereafter that's when I got my deal. That's when my deal came along. But uh Did Brandy like know the song? Did she know you from Sunday afternoon? No. She didn't even know her. No. What's up, Brandy? I'm no. trying I wanna be down. I wanna be down. <laughs> or is my mind mistaking me? Yeah. No, because it was right before I ended up getting my deal because we were on tour with uh Voice to men, it was Babyface and Brandy. Okay. And I remember I was actually I wasn't signed to Virgin just yet. I was signed to Scotty Brothers Records. Scotty Brothers. Scotty Didn't Brothers. Didn't they go under? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A they lot of labels in there folding back Bankruptcy. Uh, bankrupt and and um but yeah that was when i was first recording my first album that was when um i was dealing with brandy and you're right you guys came after okay all yeah. right good good good, yeah. good. okay so just trying to follow the sequence you know what i'm saying that's right that's right <laughs> so so you, you got signed to the virgin label and i remember the video what was the one where you were wearing a hat 
was it, you, weren't you just like a I like, like a mobster or something? No. Am I tripping? I'm tripping. Oh. oh, you know what? Yes. Can what? we talk? That was your single, right? I was a little mobster. I kidnapped um, Karate Karate Kid. You remember him? Ralph, not Ralph Macchio. Uh, What's the name from, of the from guy? From Cobra Kai? From Last Dragon. Who? From Last Dragon. The guy from the Last Dragon. I, I oh, the light-skinned brother? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I kidnapped him in my video. You know what I'm saying? And I was a mobster. And Got I had you. my girls go kidnap him and bring him where I needed him to be. That's you what's know up. what I'm saying? That's what's up. <laughs> and that was your first single on Virgin? Yeah. So what if, didn't you no, work? No, no, no. That was my single on... Scotty Brothers. Scotty Brothers. I'm tripping, I'm tripping, I'm tripping. Yeah. So, so where did, didn't you do a song with uh, MC Light? That was on Virgin. Was that after? Yeah. Yeah, so I went from Scotty Brothers, and we released Can We Talk, and they released some other stuff. Then I ended up leaving there and then working with Soul Shock and Carlin. And those who don't know, they did um, Love Me Some Him for T Tony Braxton and all of that kind of hold stuff. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to go back to MC Light because okay. uh, she was one of my favorites. You know, Paper Thin, you know what I'm saying? Like back in the day when I was coming up, just this girl was just raw. And to yeah. have her on, we got that Loved video, her. bro. The, yeah. the one we got. Um, I like, right? Yeah. Uh, that was I like? Yeah. So where was this shot at, Cheryl? Downtown. Look at that. Downtown, also in a studio. Look at Shiro. Studio. MC Light. What kind of whip is that? Oh yeah, a Porsche. Porsche. Okay. okay. Look at Light. Yes. There you are. She's that's you, right? Opus. Yeah, that's me. That's you. That's the now. Who's that dude? The shy. That's just some random oh, model. Oh, just some random. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he got dish in. Got the part. Oh man. Where, where was this at again? Shot on top it of it was a... downtown. Okay. Actually, the the top so of that was downtown. Parking However, lot. the studio where MC Light is yeah. was in Paramount Studios. You kind of got that Aaliyah vibe going on, like the, your yeah. hair, maybe like. Yeah. I think that was the. Not saying that was the style, but just. Well, I, you know, this was before they came out. I was kind of like doing the baggy thing a little bit already. You know what I'm saying? You are right. Yes. Come on, man. Somebody yeah. was watching your video. And they, uh -huh. they, they said, let's go put a Lee up in some uh, uh -huh. Tommy Hilfiger. Because see, look at my boots. My comeback boots. You know what I'm saying? Little sexy Dude, twist Dude, those were the 90s house boots right there. I'm telling Yo. you. Hey, ladies. Hey, if you so. will rock those. Hey, hey. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. The go-go boots, man. Yeah. I was a little tomboyish, but a little sexy twist on top of it. Yeah, dude. That's fresh. <laughs> so then, all right. What was Let's Get It? Oh, that's that's that fast forward. That's that's that's, that's, that's no, like a 29. Let's Get It was like recently. That's not. That's what I'm saying. Then. I think we're moving too far. Yeah, okay, let's hold on to Let's Get It. Yeah. So, okay. So after this, the video we just saw, I like. Uh-huh. I, I dug up like so many songs of you. I just Googled your name and I didn't realize how many songs you have out there. It's so and so featuring Shaw. Like you did either a lot of features or are were they mainly gospel records or were they No, it was R and B as well. Um I, they also released a video, um, Good Lovin'. Okay. That was a, from Virgin Records. Good Lovin'. That was your second uh, single? That. Yeah. Second with Lord Tariq. We also um Filmed at Paramount again, yeah. and that's where I ended up. Puerto Rico is a of New York, man, know how to run. Yeah, right. What's that group? Uh, 
with Pete. What's the dude that always cheated on love and hip hop all the time? Peter uh, Guns. Peter Guns. That's he what it is. He was in a group with Peter Guns. Peter Guns and Lord Tariq. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So he rapped on um, Good Lovin'. That's what's up. And um, dope, dope, dope. They really invested. They invested a lot in my career. They really, really did. So then what happened after that? Did the label just start to part ways? Or did they know how to work yeah. you or what happened? Yeah, the, the label then parted ways with the production company that I also was under. So that was heartbreaking. You know, when you, when you have a dream of wanting to be an artist, you know, a solo artist or whatever the case yeah. may be, you just feel like, of course, because artists are passionate, they're sensitive. Did you always want to be solo? Um, even back in the for real days no nah, when I was with for real I was so young I didn't even think about so you, you nah, didn't even know I didn't even think about okay what could I do solo wise right because I was groomed in a group I think the reason why I bring that up and that reminds me of, I think I heard you say somewhere that you said when me and Bobby got together we didn't want to be together no you didn't and that I wanted to be solo and he wanted to be solo. And you were right about that. You were right about that. That's a true story. That's why it was so much tug of war yeah, because yeah, yeah. it was like you guys just did not want to be together. Yeah. And it, it, it showed itself in some ways behind yeah. the scenes of a lot of beef. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We'll get, I don't mean to go back and forth, like, but all right, we'll get to that, to, to that situation. But so then. All right, so it parted away. So then what did you get into next after after the were you still doing music? Obviously, because there was a lot of records. Yeah, yeah. I still kept doing music, um, doing voiceovers. I started doing TV commercials as well, Cadbury Candy, Minute Maid Orange Juice. I still was doing the voice things and um I did a lot of backgrounds with Layla Hathaway, R and B stuff. Did you ever want to walk away from this? Like the whole music thing? Did you ever get burnt out, say, you know what, man, this I'm tired. Like, I, I did this after so many years. I never got burnt out. I think for me, it was more set on the hurt sometimes that comes with it, more of the disappointment, where if people don't know, a lot of times, especially back in the day, there was a lot of hype on, oh, let's hook up, let's do this, let's do that. But a lot of letdown because people would fluff it. You right. know, and you'd be thinking, oh, yeah, this is so oh, we getting ready to and then it wouldn't take place. Yeah. So it was a lot of disappointment in that, especially if you thrive for music, thrive to be an artist, thrive to sing, do shows and stuff like that. A lot of um, things are disappointing when it doesn't come to fruition, especially when you want to do something like this be in this music. business. I want to ask you something personal and you don't have to answer it, but it's. I mean, it's obviously, it's a thing. I mean, it's important, you know, since this whole, the, the whole Me Too movement and stuff yeah. like that, and women being in any business, whether yeah. in the industry, did you ever experience anything of that nature to where, you know, hey, Shira, I'm going to do this for you if you do this for me? You know, was that ever, I'm not going to ask you to call any names, but if it was, if it did happen, you know how, how to make you feel well they try it all the time okay you know? see because that's something you and yeah. i never even talked about off record like we never had that conversation because we talked about a lot of stuff yeah i mean they but. would flirt but i think where i i was really lucky in some of it is that a lot of the djs and stuff like that showed me a lot of respect so they didn't really come after me in that sense but they did flirt a lot and right they did you know 
let it be known that they're open for something right you know? and i really didn't have to sell my soul out for anything mm. and, and you know that's i'm, I'm thankful for that mm -hmm. you know because a lot of people nowadays are having to you know lower their standards to get what they want right. or even to blow up right now what's your message to younger women like I that, would that say, have to go through that at the end of the day it's really not worth it quick money never lasts uh. quick money never lasts Know who you are as an artist and don't just cross a line just because you want the change or the money because at the end of the day, money comes and goes. Yeah. Things you buy get old, you know, so just make sure that your ethics yeah. and your mindset and the value that you have in yourself stands above all things at the end of the game because that's what you're going to have to look at when you get old because your bones going to give out. That's right. And your eyes going to need glasses <laughs> and, you know, all of those things. So Amen. the respect that you hold now in the business coming out in it is very pivotal that you just really think about the things you do in the beginning so that it doesn't affect you negatively in the end because as we know we live in a society today girl you get one viral video oh, like yeah. shit gonna get dug up on you from 20 years ago oh, 10 yeah. years ago i'm oh, seeing yeah. that everywhere these days that's why i'm hope but i never go viral like because i know yeah. there's some shit <laughs> them flying condoms he was talking about earlier yes. that shit all gonna come out from somebody go oh yeah remember this <laughs> like nah man but yes you know it tell us something that nobody knows about you it's hmm. cliche as it sounds but you know that no or maybe one i don't know about, about you. me you know what i'm saying like that I didn't always have vitiligo. I didn't always have vitiligo. I didn't always have that. I noticed when I had vitiligo at the age of seven. And um, I never let it stop me mm. from doing what I love to do as far as music and being the person that I am. I had to first accept me for who I was in order for others to accept me. And the one thing that I've learned is that if you don't make a big deal out of it, others won't. Right. You know? Well if said. If you notice with bullies, they only really bully you where they know you're weak because right. you've shown that to them. But the moment you stop being weak in that area, they have nothing to really attack you on because there's nothing they can really channel into. It's like Eminem when he was on 8 Mile. And he yeah. did that. He spit that verse. He was like, "Now I'm gonna rap about everything you already gonna rap about, so I might as well just say it now." And then he did that, and the dude had nothing to come back with. There you have it. Yeah. You know, I wasn't born with this. I wasn't born with this. And you know, my thing is, whenever I meet people or go out, that's not my first line of defense is to cover that up or to or to hide it because I think it's beautiful. I think it's what makes right. me different, makes right. me unique. You know. Ooh. And then I always want to tell. You know, people, no matter what happens, because no one's perfect, you got to continue to be yourself. Be yeah. yourself, accept yourself for who you are, and walk in that confidence. And others will follow. Man, that's, that's what's up, is. girl. Preach, man. And all them girls out there listening, man. You got daughters out there, even sons. You're beautiful. Just the you way you are. You know what I mean? Are. Absolutely. <laughs> Don't go change it. Hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop. That's my uh, broken, broken karaoke. Too much voice. vodka. Too much vodka. That. That's, that, to hit the... that's that Tito's talking. There we go. <laughs> no, that's dope, man. I never, I never 
really asked you about that either. I mean, it wasn't my place to. Like, whatever, you shower to me, like, it don't matter. You, you know, know I mean? people ask. People walked up to me and said, hey, you know, my son or my daughter has that. What can I say to them and, and all of that? And you guys see the model today that, you know, yeah. they're glorifying it. Mm -hmm. You know, letting letting them be them. And that's the way it should always be, you know? So, should I glorify? Should I be worried about no, this? No, not not today not today <laughs> the diet starts Monday <laughs> eh, eh, eh. Nah, as long man. as you healthy though you know you can have a big belly that's that, right that's that beer I know that's right yep yep that's all those camping trips that's all them camping trips what's your favorite what's, what's her famous line the diet starts Monday diet starts Monday uh, yes uh -huh. how many Mondays ago Monday. mm -mm -mm. <laughs> two or three years ago <laughs> okay so let's let's fast forward up is there anything in between the get it video I, what, hold on a second. Was the get it? Was the get it video after the? Uh, you mean the let's get it? Let's get it. I'm sorry. Yeah, let's, yeah, get, let's it. get it. That was 2019, right? No. No. Let's get it. Right. 2019. 2019. Yeah, yeah. It was. I think so. Okay, so so. It was during the pandemic. Yeah. That's right. We had just really released that song and then the pandemic took over. Show that real quick, clip real quick, man. So we could talk about it since we're on the music tip. Wasn't that downtown too? Same place, yeah. We loved it downtown. Why would you go anywhere else? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not a spot. Look at you. Yeah, okay. I'm still trying to keep it young and fresh. All right. Nice. <laughs> look at that, man. All of LA right now. Okay, look at the glasses though. Not the Kumo you know, D's. Hey, not the. <laughs> I had to bring them back. You know, look at my daughter, my beautiful daughter. That's your daughter. My, yes, it is. I inherited her through my wonderful husband. So, how many children do you have now? Collectively, with my husband and I, we have five. Five of them. Yeah, but I only have two Earth children. What's that like? Uh, it's beautiful more the merrier it's awesome because everyone also living in the same house no they're out oh because they're older what how old's yes, your oldest who's, who's got great the oldest is 28 right but she's my oldest too that's my daughter okay break you know it down saying? How, how old are they 20 28 jimmy my son is the oldest he's 35 35 wow. and then his daughter's 28 and then we have a 21-year-old, and then we have a 19-year-old, and then we have a 12-year-old. See? And uh, who's who's living in the house? Just a 12-year-old? No. They're all gone? She's over to grandma's house. She's like, man, you lucky. Yes. Lucky. See, I started so I late. powwow all day long. Man, that's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> and like, be in the house with the birthday suit with no bothersome <laughs> <laughs> We used to... Well, you know, I got married at 41. I, you know, I got I had my first child at 42. So, like, all my friends awesome. are like, hey, dude, we're going to go out here, man. Why don't you, Vanessa, come out here? Bro, you know how young my kids are? Like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Sorry. Our kids are away at college. Or our but kids that's are, good. You waited. Yeah. Look oh, at all yeah. of the stuff you have to go through. I'm not complaining. You, you know right. what I'm saying? You know, I, I built my Beautiful foundation wife. first. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hands down. Beautiful. Uh, I just you know every scenario is different, but that's good. So 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 yeah. what, what's marriage life like now? I mean, it's it's what work. Doing? Yeah, yeah. Talk about it. Yeah. No, just but really though. Talk it's, about it. <laughs> <laughs> it is on the next episode. Work. It is work, but you know I'm I'm really um, 
gifted and blessed to have a partner who understands the business because he's been in the business. You know, he's worked with, oh my gosh, so many Didn't various he, uh, artists out there. He wrote a lot of, Greg wrote, wrote a lot of songs, right? Yeah, for, he for wrote artists. a lot of songs. He He's managed a lot of artists as well. Come on, give us some of your names. You want Didn't me to you write you for up? Miguel? Or who was it? No. What R&B artist? Didn't you write for some R&B artists or some... Keisha Cole, Keisha that's Cole, what it was. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. K. Michelle? Yes. No, not, K. not K. Michelle, but what's the other guy you managed? The other guy. Yep. YG. Okay. Oh, so you did some management too then, aside yes. of writing. Okay, so you've done yes. it all. Yeah. Buzzing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know, man. it's so interesting because we ran almost with the same crowd yeah. and didn't even know it. We were crossing paths. You know, DJ Battle, Battle Cat... He's worked with DJ Battlecat and yeah. so many other producers, and, and I didn't even know at the time when I met him that he even knew him. You know like what that? What you know why? Why? Y'all was in the same room because God was working on you. Girl. See, that's what I'm saying. He was working you know on what you. I'm saying? He wasn't about to give you one of ours. <laughs> Just like that. No. You know what I'm I say that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. No, I joke, but. Seriously, like it was flipped for me and my wife because I had a conversation with Chulo on the last podcast. And long story short, you know, when I was going through my time, I was like getting older now. I'm like, well, damn, maybe I ain't made, meant, meant for marriage material. You know no, what I'm saying? Cause I can't slow down. I can't find somebody. But it was like, dude, like, man, God, he told me, God has, my boy told me, God has that girl. He, she probably right next to you. Yeah. Don't even realize it, dude. But she ain't, he ain't just going to hand yeah. her over to you. Yeah. Like, you got to get yourself right. Do you so remember that's what the it was. story at the table that you told me about before you had married Vanessa? Did you, do you remember we did a show? Was I sober? You probably remember where, I don't know if we were in San Diego or wherever we were. We did a show, and I remember after the show we went, it was you, me, and Bobby when we sat at the table. And we were just pow on, just talking about some things. And you had said to me, you was like, you know, I met this girl. I don't know, man. You know, I'm thinking about marrying. I'm not sure, man. You know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You know what I should do? You know, she cool. Was my face like that for real? Yeah. You was like the family <laughs> like her, you know, and all of this. I don't know, man. I, I don't, yeah. I, yeah. Indecisive always. And then, you know, I was just like, nah, if that's, if you feel You told me. Her, your heart, your heart knows. Your yeah. heart knows. Go for yeah. it. And I remember shortly after that. Went for you, it. You went for the next it. thing you know, Shira shows up at the uh, house. Uh, it was on my birthday, and uh, <laughs> she shows up and with the birthday proposal and everything. Yeah. Surprised me. I didn't even know. And uh, around this whole time, Shira and I we were um, we were in cahoots with each other because we were filming a documentary, which yeah. most of you have probably seen. Which is good to bring up now because there's where uh, when Bobby and I, D Double T S and I, got back together in 2015. We started touring and whatnot, and we were approached that same day when we, you know, with, by Lou Pizarro, we got introduced, and he wanted to do this documentary on us, uh, this road to, like, return of lighter shade of brown, you know, whatnot, and um, he wanted to do a whole album, so we brought Shiro in, you know, it was me, D, um, but... Talk about your side, though, about, you know, the the, the, tra the trailer's out there, but people have been, yeah. the fans have been wanting this trailer to drop since 2016. I've been wanting yeah. this trailer to and, drop. And we're working on it, okay? Just know that, you know, <laughs> it, it's it's some legalities that's got to be worked out yeah. with our music 
and label that's all that i know yeah but but what was your thought on that i mean there was a lot of footage you know that was great great footage that people are going to be excited to see i know that i i can't remember it all because it's just been a minute since we've recorded it right but a lot of the live shows the the back um, the background things that we would do by acting silly. We did a lot of silly behind the behind the scenes. Remember the stuff, garage you know? rehearsal right before uh, yes. Cinco de Mayo. We and were remember? at Sacramento. <laughs> yeah, I remember. And that and I, used to be Robert's favorite. <laughs> and I was vlogging all the time, right? And then yeah. they were always seeing me. So Shara would make fun of me, like Robert. Dad, hi, I'm Robert. I'm Robert. <laughs> He loved to film back then. Loved still, it, loved still, it, loved it even back then. I mean, but we filmed a lot of uh, serious, serious scenes and stuff. You know, the struggles that you guys were going through, live rehearsal. Right. You know, you and Bobby going through difficulty, struggling with whether you guys wanted to do a new album together because it had right. been so long. Right. And, you know, and y'all were talking back and forth like, are we really going to do this or are we not going to do this? You know, for real. I don't want to play games with this stuff, you know? She's she's giving you how it is, and that's exactly how it went down. And th- these are all the behind the scenes that you will see, well, in the documentary once it, if it ever drops, you know. And it's called a lighter shade of reality. Yeah. That that's what we know right now. There is a trailer out out for it, and you can check it out. But you can kind of get a gist of it just by watching the trailer, you know, of uh, us being on tour and whatnot. Um, there was also yeah. some scenes, you know, kind of some depressing scenes yeah. with, with DWTX going through his situation, his yeah. condition. And um, I mean, maybe we could, you know, touch light on that just just a little as far yeah. as because people always have their questions and there has been, you know, stuff that been put out there in the universe. Oh, how he passed in Vegas and mm-hmm. this and that. Mm-hmm. And I really don't know 100 percent. So I'm just going to. You know what I mean? I I don't because honestly, I talked to his mom not too long ago and she broke it down to me and she says, what it's what's out there is not really how what it is, you know, and Mm -hmm. that's another conversation. But when she said that, I was like, "Okay, well, then maybe I shouldn't speak on if it's not really what she heard from the doctor you know what i'm saying yeah, so but yeah. but to, just to go through that i mean it, it does get difficult because you hear different things that you know have taken place even before he even made it to the hospital where they ended up finding him and talking to people that he was surrounded by before the incident and being connected with them I myself wouldn't understand or see why they would, you know, lie to me knowing that they reached out to me, letting me know, you know, how the incident occurred and, you know, what happened beforehand and how, you know, and then I I found out for myself, I was there with his ex-girlfriend, his now ex-girlfriend, and they did have an argument. They weren't getting along, but that was various times, though. I used to talk to her as well, and they would always argue, and they would would always get into it, you know? So, you know, that day was just a particular day where they definitely got into it again. And, And, you know, from what I understand, and the girlfriend validated that, you know, she she definitely agreed to that, that they did get into it. And she did leave him in Vegas on his own um, with no money, you know, and he had no money to do anything. And one of um, Bobby's good friends picked him up and he was just going through, you know, his he was having a moment and he wanted something to drink. That was his out. That was that was one of his outs, you know, really drinking and stuff like that. But see, I think where a lot of people get it twisted is that Bobby 
wanted people to know his story. Mm. He wanted people to know about the struggle he was having with alcohol because he felt that if someone saw his story, that he would be able to help someone because he struggled. He was struggling through so much, you know, and it just took over. He would say that in conversation. Yeah, he would say that in conversations. And, and even when we were shooting the documentary, he was saying, you know, hey, I, I want to tell my story. Mm. I want it out there. I want to film it. I'm open to filming this because I want to help somebody. If nothing else from this, I want to be able to help someone. I think that's why he agreed. You're right. That's why he yeah. agreed to, to, to do that. Because it's not just like we took a cow. Producers took a camera and just started no. filming him. Don't even think that. Like, how could you put him out no. there on blast? No, he signed up for it, literally. Yeah, he definitely did. We had a conversation, and, and he literally said, I want to do this because I want people to see my story, and I want to be able to help someone else. This isn't about me. This is about helping other people. And That's if awesome, I could just man. do that. So the way people are viewing it, you know, is that, oh, he's being put out there and, you know, he might be shamed by this. This is his reality. This was his reality. And he mm. wanted people to see that. Mm. So I don't think to take it in a way of that he's being shamed or he's embarrassed. So let him rest. I think for me, those who really know Bobby knows that he was an outspoken person yep. he loved to be seen he loved to be heard funny mother this <laughs> is not something that would shame him in a way that other people think it would because this is what he wanted right he wanted it he wanted it he wasn't forced into it he wasn't coerced into it none of that so, you know, and given that day, it, w it was really rough from what I understand it was told for me is that, you know, he was found collapsed on the sidewalk mm -hmm. um, and he was drunk. This was this was what was told to me mm -hmm. and that the son had basically, it, you know, fried his brain. And then um, someone did find him, called the ambulance. They picked him up, took him to the hospital and from that point on, because he had no ID again, he, yeah, he had was no there money. for like a good week. Yeah, right? he was there for a good week. And one of the nurses um, said, you know, let's let's let me charge his phone because no one seems to be looking for this person. No one's calling in for this right. person. And she did that. Thank God she thought to do that. And then the moment it was charged, um, she could see that. The most recent phone calls were also to family members and to his mom. And I guess he didn't have, luckily he didn't have a passcode on it. No. So he was, no. she was able to get it. Yeah. She was able to, you know, contact wow. someone from his family. And I just remember how, you know, devastating it was. And like I said, you reached out to me. First person to call me and tell me what was going on. And, you know, um, and then that's when it started to trickle. And I started to find out more information of what happened and yeah. how they found him on the sidewalk and mm -hmm. him being in a coma. And even my cousin, you know, Jam and James said that uh, he had made it to his side before me and saw how swollen he was. Yeah. And, you know, and by the time I had made it there, his face and everything was swollen, but not as much. Mm -hmm. Um, but I could see the sunburn and I could see his skin, you know, burnt from the sun. From the and cement, all that. Yeah. Yeah. And we were, you know, gathered around him and, you know, talking, praying and, you know, just being positive, trying to send, you know, positive vibes. But it was it was a lot. Mm. It was a lot. And it was very sad. Yeah. You know? Very sad. Unfortunate, man. Love that dude. I mean, we were partners as you and I'm glad you brought it up. 
because a lot of people get this impression how you know they always they always every now and then i hear feedback oh dude that's your that's your brother that's your carnal like that you guys were brought up together you were raised together i was like you don't know yeah you don't know half that and by you explaining yeah. how you even said it yourself like we both wanted to be solo yeah so it was a business thing yeah we yeah. became to know each other grow mm -hmm. with each other but it was like a marriage yeah and 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 we know how marriages are they go yeah. up and down and, and and that's why we want i would love for you to see the documentary if it ever comes out but you'll get a little taste of that mm -hmm. you know and, and just like any other group you know we 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 had our ups we had our downs we yep. broke up we got back together uh we you know there was shows Plus, i miss he fighting, missed fight dude, all that shouted at each physical, other pushed on each other everything all kind of stuff separated yeah came back together again but one know? thing you couldn't take away was our chemistry and on yep. stu in the studio and on stage yeah and that was just the magic that that took place and i think for that will forever live but um, man, thank you, thank you for sharing that, Sharo, and uh, we'll we'll let you know more about the documentary out there. The audience, will, you know, as it comes, if it ever comes out, which I think it needs to be seen. I know yeah, there's others that may not want it to be seen, but I don't know. It, it's in God's hands. Whatever what, what it'll do, it'll yeah, do. You know it, what I mean? It's gonna it's gonna do what it does. Do what it does. Do what it does. Do. <laughs> How about that? No, but really, he he wanted he wanted it to be shared. He right. wanted his story to be told. Good. And uh, yeah, I, I think it should be. Because I, I think you spent more time on the phone with him, as you mentioned, more yeah. than anybody. Yeah. Because Bobby, I know he called Fabe. Fabe was here while, and he he would call up on Fabe. I think he called up on him. Even my mom, my yeah. mom would spend on the phone with Bobby, and you know he would be anywhere, any state, no matter be on there and and uh and this is when we weren't even talking so he he would still call my mom yeah because he, he would call her mom he called a lot he would reach out to people various people and a lot of people would say oh i was with bobby here I, bobby just called me there and all of that kind of yeah. stuff it was moments that i just remember that were dear to me that even outside of the struggles that he was having, he would call, you know, and check in. But then more so, too, when he was in his struggle, he would, you know, support. I, he he would he trusts me enough to be able to share his most raw, vulnerable moments. You know, when he was really um, going through and he had had too much to drink and he was, you know, going to do a performance and he just couldn't focus. And, mm. you know, I would have to sit on the phone with him for a few hours just talking him down and just really making sure he was just safe by keeping his attention right you know and there are times where he would be out of town not even remembering where he actually was just held up in a room right not even you know knowing where he was and i would just say you know you just need to sleep and just talking him through those times but he just he struggled a lot and he and he had his own demons like some people say you have your own hang-ups everybody struggles with something it's just what is that something? What is that trigger? And he struggled with a lot of demons. There are times where, you know, I would be talking to him on the phone. He was like, they're they're chasing me. Like, I, I know I have something great to do. I know how talented I am. I know how blessed I am to be where I am in this business. But my demons keep chasing me and I just can't fight them off. I can't do it. It's too hard. He he shared one thing he did share with me is when we got back together and that that show in 2015, and I leave it on this part is he says you know 
oh we're sitting there he goes i go man how, how did how does it come to this d because i hadn't talked to him in years you know if he, he, yeah. i would just know he was touring and having episodes everywhere and and finally when we caught up i go how did it get to this point and then i remember he said he goes he's like you said he goes i'm just i'm just battling something man he goes i battle something he goes you know you'll see me here for three weeks and and, and then i'll be gone for one and you won't see me for a whole week my girl knows he goes i'll just leave the house and, and i'll just go on a binge he goes i'm a binge drinker now a lot of us are binge i'm a binge drinker on the weekends like that i look forward to that you know but he would be gone for a week and sometimes even longer and wouldn't even know where he was at and then he'd come back home he said and then he'd be cool everything would be chill he'd be able to rap he'd be able to uh you know work and and, and then all of a sudden that it started coming yeah. back yeah and, and it's unfortunate you know but i there's where i kind of understood where he was coming from and it wasn't until later on where i saw it for my own eyes as to you know where you know you'll see in in the documentary hopefully one day where he started going to rehab yeah and and uh the celebrity rehab that he was in over over there and uh it's a shame man like yeah. but he went in and out of it he did go in and out of it there were times where he really was fighting to you know, get free of it. Mm. He was really trying. You know, there were times where, you know, he hadn't drank in a while and I could see on his face that he was struggling wanting to. Yeah. But he he would just, you know, pull me to the side and say, Hey, um, sis, I'm 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 trying, you know, I'm I'm struggling right now, but I'm trying to really get through this. But I also have to remember who I'm surrounding myself with too, because mm. I'm seeing them do it and I'm telling them I don't want to do it, but then you know, because I'm hanging with these people, they're doing it. And I say, hey, you got to be careful with the company you keep. All companies, not good company. Oh, he was talking about the circle of the people he was hanging out yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, because he was trying to stop, you know. I didn't see half of them or any of them at the funeral. Well, no. I mean, I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah. You know who you are. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know. You know, people... <laughs> it just pisses me I'm off. Because right I've there. seen it. Like, you know, all this time, like all these cats hanging on his coat and tail for all these years yeah. and i heard about it and i seen it on social media before we got back yeah and and it's like where were they it's like you know just to get even get a headstone like we dude there's just so many it must be we just wait for it you know wait it's gonna come out yeah. man but uh Shira, thank you for coming on the platform you know and, oh, and, and sharing is there anything me. else that we haven't talked about that you want to share 2022 what's new with you 2022 girl what's new with you uh, hey, 2022 uh, girl uh, what you gonna uh, do uh, 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 uh. you know how we break it down Shiro Stokes one thing I, I do want to talk about no, not talk about but your, your name before I always do this uh, I always have one of the closest show and I don't wait wait one more one more one more, one more, one more. No, no, no. dude your name dude like Shiro that's so dope like I never knew where that came from because everybody would always ask me what is she singing this Sunday afternoon it was me Sh Sh who and they would always make it mm -hmm. it's Shiro it's her name but then I never thought about it and then I heard one day you, you talked about it you're half Jap Japanese yeah, or your grandma black. is and black yeah. so Shiro I go named after my grandma I was just mind blown after that I was yeah. like that makes sense Shiro my daddy was smart that's dope he took that and it's so unique yeah I love it love it love it and yeah you know what blows my not my mind every time is when we do a live show yeah. and people sing the hook and they literally get my name right that's dope <laughs> i love that Those are the uh, some people say shiloh yeah true i heard and that i laugh i laugh i don't take it personal because they're trying 
They're trying. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Anything yeah. you want to say to them? Anybody out there before we head out? Well, mm-hmm. much love to all you guys. I just want to say thank you so much for just having my back and just supporting me even still over all of these years and giving me love. Also with my connection with the lighter shade of brown and um, acknowledging that and how they opened that door for me to become a part of the Latino family and how they have just mm-hmm. been instrumental on my voice being heard nationwide is on your side oh stop you get a check for that <laughs> oh 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 i'm sorry let's clean that out no i know i ain't tripping no, no but really I, I did a crack in the middle of that so i'm just saying clean it out <laughs> so but other than that no i just really want to just say thank you to you Thank you um, for continuing on this journey, keeping a lighter shade of brown alive. Mm. And some people feel like, oh, because Bobby's not here, Why am the I, lighter yeah. shade of brown should be not here. But that's not true mm. because the legacy still must live mm. on. Mm. And he would want it this way. Right. Regardless of whether you guys were bumping heads, wanted to be separate solo, regardless of the fact you guys have made history. Mm. It was meant to be. It was orchestrated. And this is just what it is. So the reality is, get over it. It is still here. <laughs> it's never going to die. LSOB is all day. That's all go. day, every day. Timeless <laughs> music, baby. Timeless music, man. Like they say, man, music goes on and it'll be here forever. So, uh, yeah, thanks again. God bless you and your family. God bless you. You know what I mean? And, and let's, let's not wait another uh, year to, to, to see each other. No. You know, we got some things happening locally maybe you'd like to be a part of. So we'll reach out. I just got to go to that man over there on the couch on the other side <laughs> and make sure my, you the know. The big G. G in the house. G be on it, bro. G, G be on his game. He, he be like. Play, he don't play about his wife. He don't play about his wife. I sent him, I sent him, a, I sent him with some paperwork a while back, one of the last shows we did. He was like, look, bro, I don't know what Mickey Mouse template you got this from, but. Ooh. Now, he didn't say it like that. But he, made it, he made me feel like he said it like that. He was like, look, dude. Oh, he wow. sent you this is what we need. This is what we need. This is what we need. And then we good. But it was all good. Shout out to Greg, man. Appreciate you. Shout man. out to my baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. Hey, that's going to do it right here. Want to shout out to my boy, Danny yeah. Boy. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. So, I actually have a question. Can we hear the acapella of the hook? We were chilling in the park, uh, just waiting for the sun to go down. The Blockout Podcast, y'all. Mm. Come on, out of shape. It was me, Shiro, and the homies, Who? a lighter shade of brown. There you have it, There y'all. it is, y'all. At the Blockout Podcast, man, all social media platforms. We're going to leave Shiro's link in the description as well. Thank you, whether you're watching this, you're hearing this. Either way, on all the platforms, share it. There's a story to be told, and we're telling it on this platform. For him, y'all. The birth of LSOB. Shiro Stokes. Yeah, dig. 